well, here we are <laughs> again. Donald Trump is running for president again. Uh, I think this is it's the third election in a row, right? He he won the first one, lost the next one, and here he is again. Uh, he'll be in his 80s, and yet it it is what it is. He's running, and we need to talk about it. And for anybody saying we don't need to talk about it, I agree that we don't need to obsess over it. But we have to talk about it. He he is a serious challenger. He is still the number one most popular Republican, uh, although Ron DeSantis is coming up quick. And I need to talk about what I think is going to happen. I think there's some Democrats that Trump could defeat if he won the nomination. But I think Trump will struggle more than he expects to get this nomination. There's some other things at play as well. I just want us to talk about it. Let me unpack and explain it. This is Sean King, and you're listening to The, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. So here we are. Donald Trump is officially running for president. It was the worst kept secret in the world. Uh, he had been speculating that he was going to announce this and uh, kind of teasing it. It was kind of anticlimactic. He he is no longer who he used to be. He has been weakened. Uh, all of the major candidates that he endorsed and backed in this past election cycle just last week, all the major ones lost. He, he won, you know, he won some elections of candidates that he endorsed, but many of the major ones lost. And uh, experts say that he dragged candidates down by endorsing them by as much as 5%. So his candidates had to basically overcome a 5% hurdle just, just because he supported them. And a lot of Republicans are bailing out on him, which is very different. Um, for the past eight years, um, he, when I say eight, it's because he really started running for president about eight years ago. Then he won six years ago. He was president for four years. He lost two years ago. And over the past two years, he had all that up as eight years. But for most of the past eight years, uh, he was Teflon Don. Uh, you couldn't touch him. Nobody would critique him. And I think this past election cycle where people expected Republicans to just crush it, to win every race in every place, to get this huge gap in the House, in the Senate. Uh, they're not even going to win the Senate. Um they're barely going to, it's very likely that they'll barely win the House. They lost a ton of governor's races. They lost state houses that they weren't supposed to lose, state legislatures they weren't supposed to lose. And a lot of, there's, there's an internal civil war right now in the Republican Party where, I mean, people are abandoning the Trump ship right now. Um, people are bailing out on him. Uh, people are blaming him for a lot of the losses. 
And that's something we haven't seen before. I mean, for the past eight years, I mean, Republicans would rarely say a cross word about him. So much so that the few Republicans that voted to impeach Donald Trump after the man literally sparked an insurrection at the Capitol, almost all of those Republicans lost their races for reelection. Because if you spoke out against this man, it, it meant your ass. And that's no longer the case. And I think Trump's primary challenger, um, let me rephrase that because the word primary kind of means something different in this conversation. I think Trump's main challenger is going to be Ron DeSantis. It looks like Mike Pence is going to run, but that that man's not going to win anything. He I don't even, he shouldn't even run. It's just like like bro, you're going to waste your time and waste people's money. Uh, people like Ted Cruz and others are probably also going to run, and I think they just run just to be in it. But um, Ron DeSantis has a ton of momentum right now, and. Politics and presidential races, and I've been involved with this my my entire adult life, politics and presidential races are all about momentum. And Trump has no momentum right now, and he's going to try to generate some, but momentum is hard to generate out of thin air. It's very hard to generate out of thin air. And Ron DeSantis has a lot of it. It's it's organic, if you will. It's real. Uh, Not only did he win in a blowout, he lifted every candidate in Florida. Yes, they gerrymandered their map, but it's deeper than that. Ron DeSantis, he won big in counties that have always been controlled by Democrats. And And they weren't gerrymandered. I'm talking about just a county. Like, You look at what he won county by county and not the gerrymandered map. The gerrymandered map helped him. It it didn't necessarily help him because he won the whole state by a huge margin. So you you have to look at that and just understand four years ago, he barely won Florida. That's how much things have changed. And underestimate Ron DeSantis at your own peril. I'll talk about him on another episode. Um, I believe the hype. I do. Um, I'm not a supporter of Ron DeSantis, but by no means, but I believe his momentum is real. The energy behind him is real. And I think he's going to grow this momentum in every way he knows how. Um, Ron DeSantis is identical to Donald Trump in most of his beliefs. The primary difference is Ron DeSantis has one wife that he appears to have been faithful to. He has kids who he has helped raise and loves. And as far as his personal integrity goes, um, in the traditional sense, it appears to be intact. I, Listen, I don't believe he's a decent man or a good man, but in the ways that Republicans know it, uh, that he is a good and faithful father, a good and faithful husband. That's all I've ever heard about him, uh, that he is a, an actual practicing Christian. Um, all of those things are going to look bad for Donald Trump, who has none of those things in reality. 
and Republicans are going to be able to back Ron DeSantis, who has all the same views, who is willing to be just as inflammatory as Donald Trump, but without most of the baggage. And he's 30 years younger. And um, and he is overseeing a state that is doing well economically under his watch. And all of that, Trump can try to take credit for it if he wants. People, people aren't buying it. But there is still very much a chance that Donald Trump could win the nomination. It would be foolish to rule him out. People in some places and states, they just might not buy into Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis might bomb at debates or bomb on the campaign trail outside of Florida. And it's, it is yet to be seen how Ron DeSantis can do outside of Florida. We already know what Trump can do, the crowds he can pull, even though those crowds are getting smaller and his support is less than it's ever been. We'll have to see. Uh, right after this quick commercial break, we have a, a word from one of our sponsors. Right after this quick commercial break, I want to tell you how I think Trump will do against Biden if he wins the nomination and what I think Democrats need to do as well. I'll be right back. The, the, the breakdown. All right. Uh, glad to be back here. You know, I, I want us to break down the calendar very quickly. And then I want to talk before we go about how I think Trump will fare in the primary and how I think he would fare against Joe Biden, if it's Joe Biden that runs and wins the nomination. Um, people are saying, hey, man, there are 730 days until the next presidential election. But that's not really true. The primary starts really not this January, but next January. So we're just a little more than a year away from the Democratic and Republican primaries. And over the past few election cycles, people have been running for about a year before the primary. And so Donald Trump is, is early. He's a few months early, but people normally make their decisions and announce after Christmas and early in the new year and, uh, and over that month. And so he has pulled the schedule back uh, six or eight weeks, but he's not that early. And he wanted to get a jump on things. Uh, Donald Trump, I think, is also trying to protect himself legally because it's been said over and over again that it's unlikely that he will be charged with crimes from the DOJ while he's running for president. And... The guy has basically either been president or, or has been running for president for eight straight years. And uh, I do blame the DOJ and, and, and the Attorney General Merrick Garland for moving so slowly. It's, you know, they've been in office for two years. If there were charges to bring, they could have already brought them. Um, so it appears nothing is going to, I don't, I don't know that he'll ever be held accountable legally for crimes that he has committed. But... I I think Trump is still a very credible candidate for the Republican nomination. Uh, again, I don't mean that because he has integrity, because he's a good person. He has a lot of the factors you need to have to win a primary. He is incredibly famous. He has an incredible reach. 
He has a massive database of 100 million plus people. Uh, he has donors still, which is crazy. Uh, he can raise money. Um, he has a few people that, that know how to work alongside him. I just think he's weakened. Uh, he is older. Things have changed. His party is turning against him. And while I think there is a good chance he could still win the nomination, uh, I think a few challengers will will figuratively punch him in the mouth and that they could also win. Joe Biden has suggested that he is going to run. And he has made it out like after the Christmas holiday, he will announce whether he is going to run for sure or not. Um. We're in new territory with people running for president in their 80s. Uh, Joe Biden is now in his 80s. He'll be 82 when this term ends, which is wild. Trump will be 80. And um, I, I don't feel great about men in their 80s running for president. Um, as you know, I'm a huge, huge Bernie's, Bernie Sanders fan. Um. Bernie is sharp and healthy, um, but I, I'm not feeling great about anybody running at this age. And my hope is that other candidates will challenge Joe Biden and that he won't run alone in the primary. But many, many Democrats have said already that if Biden runs, they'll support him. If Biden runs, I think there is a chance he could still defeat Donald Trump. Um, I'm not sure about that, but based on these, on the past elections that we just saw, I think he could. Um, although most of these candidates who just won literally asked Joe Biden not to campaign for them. And, and so that's kind of scary. Um, I think Biden in a head-to-head could potentially still beat Trump, but I don't think that Joe Biden would defeat Ron DeSantis. I think the contrast in age and other things would just be so severe. Um, but, you know, it's a, it's a weird, weird time. I'm hoping that a lot of credible Democratic candidates run. And... And if Joe Biden runs, he may still he will likely still get the nomination if he runs. Sitting presidents almost always get the nomination and they're rarely challenged from within their own party. So there's a lot that's going to happen over these next eight weeks. Uh, Candidates are already reaching out to people saying, hey, will you support me or will you work for me? There's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes from Democrats and Republicans. And it's been going on. So, um, you know. We could have people like Gavin Newsom and others, you know, could run. There's a lot of people that could run. Um, I don't know where all of this is going to go. And anybody that says they do is lying. But I think it's about to be a really tumultuous few years. And it's been a tumultuous few years. So so buckle up. Let's see. uh, Let's see how this is going to go. All right. Love, love, love and appreciate all of you. Listen, if you're not yet a member of the North Star Please join today at thenorthstar.com. We need your support. Have to have your support to continue doing what we do here. And uh, you can join for as little as eight bucks. And we need you. We need your support. Also, 
If you're listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or somewhere else, hit the subscribe button, leave a review, listen every day and try to listen to the whole podcast. That actually helps us in a lot of ways, helps our rankings. But I'm always so grateful for your support. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist, Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Mm -hmm.